0: Welcome to Day 247 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe and Cindy Kemp. Mm -hmm. And we continue our journey not only through the New Testament, but uh, through uh, the Gospel of Matthew. And what a rich uh, collection of uh, Jesus' teachings and his sayings and the things that he has done. And what a beautiful way that it's presented to us. You know, by Matthew, who more than anything else wants us to see everything that Jesus says and does as a fulfillment of the Old Testament scripture. And of course, we hear those very words in Jesus do not think that I've come to abolish the law. I've not come to abolish it, but to fulfill it. Not a little dot, nor the least stroke of the pen, you know, will by any means disappear until everything has been accomplished. And we see him accomplishing you know, through his earthly ministry, the expectations of the Old Testament. But even more than that, through his life, death, and resurrection, we see him accomplishing the righteousness of God in our lives as as well. So we come to a a really fun section uh, in Matthew chapter 10, where Jesus uh, calls the disciples to himself and sends them out uh, as messengers of the kingdom. Uh, before uh, Before we read, as always, we We stopped, slow down, take a breath, and to realize the privilege we have of knowing God through His Word. He has not left us without without a word. He has not left us without His Spirit uh, to make that Word real in our lives. I love the promise, you know, in John, that the Spirit will take from what is mine, what belongs to Jesus, and He'll make it known to you. And so, in the very act of reading. even when we, you know, don't perceive it, as our hearts are offered to God, His Spirit is working in us to shape and mold us, you know, by His Word. So, before we read, Cindy, could you sure. offer offer the moment to the Lord,
1: mm-hmm. Father? We do thank you so much for Your Word. Um, thank you, Father, that You have given us everything that we need for life and for godliness. That's right. And um, you've not, like Paul said, left us on our own. And Lord, that just re-reminds me, just the depth of your love for us. And so, Father, may we just approach your word with just awe and wonder. May it do a work in our hearts um, to see you better, to love you better, to know you, and to walk with you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, sons of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions: Do not go among the Gentiles or any any city of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message: The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you uh, in your belts. No bag for the journey, or extra shirt, or sandals, or a staff for the worker is worthy worthy of his keep. Whatever town or villages you enter there, for some worthy person, stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and take the dust off your feet. Truly I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment, than for that town, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and innocent as dove. Be on your guard. You'll be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogue. On my account, you'll be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you'll be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death you'll be hated by everyone because of me but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved when you're persecuted in one place flee to another truly i tell you you will not finish going through the towns of israel before the son of man comes student is not above the teacher nor a servant above his master It is enough for students to be like their teacher and servants, to be like their masters. the head of the house has been called Beelzebub, how much more the members of his household. So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows? So for a penny? yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid you are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I'll disown before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword, for I've come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person certainly will not lose their reward. And then both encouraging and discouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, encouraging that... Uh, We, you know, like uh, the apostles and the disciples before us have been entrusted, you know, with the very message of the kingdom, the privilege of knowing the king and the privilege of telling other people Mm -hmm. the kingdom's very near. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you repent and, uh, you know, believe the gospel, but also uh, we realize that uh, the world will never quite be comfortable with who we are. And so Jesus also warns that uh, don't think you're going to be popular even though, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, and you know, how can anyone, you know, despise that? Uh, they will despise the message of the cross. And uh-huh.
2: No, and even with that, you know, where he says that in verses 24 and, and verses 25, you know, we often like to say, like, well, I want to follow Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. But then he kind of alludes to this here that that's going to be difficult. That's not going to necessarily be a simple life or an easy life. You know, mm-hmm. they came after me and, and they're coming to come after you as well for, for following me, which is obviously not a thing we often talk about in, in the pursuit of, of following Christ.
1: And mm-hmm. 16 to remember, you know, he said, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves, but then he says to be shrewd as a snake and innocent as a dove. And kind of an odd encouragement, but um, there's, there's a reality there, which I appreciate, you know,
0: no, this is you know really become you know as, as as we live in a time of COVID and all the divisions you're finding yeah. not only in the world around us but even among the people of God, mm-hmm. you know, in the church you know that, that calls for two things you know in dealing with differences and sometimes very heated differences it calls mm-hmm. it calls for worldly wisdom or shrewdness, mm-hmm. um, but it also calls uh, you know for for gospel innocence mm-hmm. you know that we don't have. You know, malice against those around us that we do fulfill, you know, the call of the Sermon on the Mount to love even our enemies and so to show ourselves, you know, as sons of the Father. So it does, you know, these are difficult times to navigate. And so it does call, you know, for shrewdness. And I said, you know, worldly wisdom, you know, far beyond worldly wisdom, you know, wisdom that comes from God in dealing with people, you know, of the world. And it's in this context as well, you know, in in the Gospel of Matthew that he talks about sparrows and the number of hairs on your head. Mm -hmm. Even when this is happening to you, know how deeply I care to you, because not one sparrow Mm -hmm. falls to the ground apart, you know, from your father. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has a very number of hair on your head numbered. He cares that intimately about you. You're worth more than many sparrows. So the Mm -hmm. comfort, you know, comes in that, you know, as well.
2: No, I love that. Even his words that he's speaking to the disciples way back then are still such an encouragement to us as disciples today it is called to to not worry, to stand firm to the end and to persevere through all the difficulties of following him and even at the end to mm-hmm. you know, take up your cross and mm-hmm. pretty striking metaphor of this you know, symbol of, of death, but it's that death to self that we live for him. Mm-hmm. And so he obviously captures so much of the what it means to be a disciple and, and accurately tells us mm-hmm. what we can expect as his disciples. Yeah.
0: And, and so we, you know, we'll come you know, to the end of the next chapter and we hear this wonderful invitation come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I'll give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. We, we find that invitation of coming to Christ here you know, framed in, in pretty stark and, and stunning terms. Uh, you know, in verse you know thirty-seven, uh, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever uh, finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake, you know, will find it. Uh, there's only, you know, love. You know, enough. You know, there's only room in our heart for one big love and of course we go back you know to the Sermon on the Mount uh, you can't serve two masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll love the one and despise the other, be devoted to one and hate the other and a lot of times that, that happens when we have our loyalties and these are good loyalties, lo- loyalty to a father and a mother, a loyalty to a son and a daughter. Uh, those are you know fantastic loyalties but when those become bigger realities than your loyalty to Christ or competing realities with your love for Christ, uh, they uh, rob you of your joy and they rob you of the gospel. And and, and we're just reminded that pursuing our life is the best way to lose it when we're centered on ourselves. Losing our Mm. life in Christ is the best way to find it. Mm -hmm. And and, and we lose nothing in that. I mean, we're afraid of what we will lose. Mm -hmm. We may miss out on some of the things that the world has to offer, but uh, uh, receiving what he has to offer is so much richer, not only in this life, but in the life to come.
2: No, and even on that, it's not necessarily that, you know, the things that take us from Christ are always just bad things, right? I mean, the care of your mother and your father and your children, those are important things, but mm-hmm. oftentimes these good things can become those ultimate things like we talk about a lot here at Christ Church, mm-hmm. and and it's reminding our, hel- our our hearts and kind of rethroning God, Christ, on our hearts. When these other things that aren't always bad things take that number one or that kind of throne in our heart,
0: and also it's you know it's just good you know good for us to remember for those of us who desire to be good fathers or mothers or good husbands and wives or good you know parents you know uh, you know to our you know to our kids that uh, our devotion to Christ actually gives us mm. more to give back. Uh, you know, to those we love Mm. than we do when we do it in our own selfish selfishness. And and besides, when they become the object of our affection, they become more of an idol, uh, you know, than they do. Mm.
1: So true. I mean, he's told them not to be afraid. He's told them not to worry, not to even worry when they're rested, Um, and not to worry about, you know, what they're supposed to say. But he said that um, the Spirit of the Father would be speaking through you. So I I really appreciate the fact that, he provides a comforter, He provides someone to, you know, lead us, and um, that's in the Spirit, which I I deeply appreciate because He cares so much for us.
0: And, and, of course, you know, one of the things that, you know, Matthew has done is he has uh, merged, you know, Jesus' instruction with the disciples on this particular moment, you know, uh, to uh, Jesus' instructions to the disciples you know, before you know, as they you know as they go into their wider, you know, worldwide mission, where he talks mm-hmm. about them going before Gentiles. Here he says, yeah. avoid That's them the all together." Later mm-hmm. he envisions a time when you will be brought before, you know, the Gentiles, and you will be under a lot of pressure to defend yourself. Don't even worry about it. You're spirit in that moment will give you mm-hmm. uh, the very words to say mm-hmm. and of course you know the critics of the gospel noticed of you know the people in you know, acts observed that these men had been with Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were so articulate you know in that moment and of course that's a fulfillment mm-hmm. you know of this uh, of this promise
2: they also knew they were just ordinary men right yeah. that they knew that this was not just some of these ordinary men could do on their own but mm-hmm. this was the spirit at work in their lives just as he was at work
0: the life of Christ continues to be a
1: miracle. And, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and wouldn't that be great? You know, for people to say of us, yeah, um, <laughs> we can tell these yeah. <laughs> these men and women have been with Jesus, yeah, and that nice. uh, should be yeah. uh, what they say of us. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so much more to cover, as always. But uh, oh, yeah. the time has run out. so David, can you close us with a word of prayer?
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Father, we thank you so much for your word. Um, we love seeing the beauty of you sending out your disciples and we know that we like them are also sent people and so father as we are sent to proclaim uh, the good news of your kingdom to freely proclaim it um, may we be a people who have a deep sense uh, of comfort in knowing that you are with us as we are sent out um, that you will not leave us or forsake us we don't need to worry about um, but father may you and in, in your grace, um, through your spirit, help us to stand firm to the end, help us to, to, not worry, but know that we are cared for and we are loved and father help us to be people who, who die to ourselves in order to live for you and that in the loss of our life, father, may we actually find it in, in you. And so you may, you may be gracious to help us continue to know your word and, and understand your word and to live out your word um, for your glory him for
0: our joy. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.